2: Hey, great episode of UFC Unfiltered today, but you probably shouldn't listen because there's an amazingly embarrassing blunder. We have Michael Johnson on the phone. We have Jimmy Rivera on the phone. But again, turn it off so you don't have to hear the amazingly embarrassing blunder. Why are you bringing up that I screwed up? Oh, was it you? I didn't even remember who screwed up. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down.
1: Oh! On the button! Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again! He's out!
3: UFC and Digital Media present UFC Unfiltered. And
2: now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Together again, the team. Yeah. I was in Los Angeles shooting something for Comedy Central. I am back Yes. Now, uh, Matt is high, so we're going to have a very fun time. What would you say? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just getting well, High on life. I, I,
1: I <laughs> like this job. Okay. I don't want to say I like it too much. No, I trained this morning. Yeah. Me, Frankie, oh, Benjamin, and it's Yogi. It's endorphins. Oh, okay. yeah, eat,
2: what? It's endorphins. It's endorphins. Dude. All right. it's I smell something? Exactly? No, no, no. It's very giddy, very giddy. I'm giddy happy. That's uh, very giggly. I'm
1: a happy guy. And you you make me laugh, so it's a credit to you. Okay, thank you.
2: You think this fucking guy's making me... I'm no. Chris the producer. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, too. We always have to tell Chris. Right. We walk in, and the first thing you want to do is discuss the fight. Yes. Or, or anything, and Matt's always telling Chris, and Matt's right. Yeah, on the air! Say it on the air! Because Chris wants. To, Chris is just yeah. anxious to talk. Yes. You, you don't want to have the same conversation twice. You want to do it once organically. Yeah, it, it, because then when you have it the second time, it's not as fresh. It's
1: like, remember what we talked about earlier? Then it's like, no, but why not keep it fresh?
2: Yeah. Uh um, you know? what do you think of uh let's I, I wanted to ask Matt this because I did think of you the whole time. Uh BJ Penn uh yeah. losing to Seaver, who they look they're the same age and BJ me... looked very, very gassed in the third round and, and Seaver still looked very fresh. Well, all right, now all right. It's with BJ, you know, this you know, again, a guy I fought
1: ages ago, uh, a guy I came up with. It's kinda it's kinda hard for me. It's weird. Like I don't want somebody to stop doing what they're loving to doing, like that they love doing. Like I know he loves to fight, but um, you know it's not. It's definitely this is the best BJ's looked. He looked in his great. Last, right? How many fights? Like he looked well, well physically, yes, he and looked even amazing, even in the fight in his some moments with his jab and 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 you know reminiscent. You see some stuff that you just you know remind you of the old BJ. And even when he knocked him down with that uppercut, it was an uppercut, correct? Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. This is this is what really. Uh, I'm gonna say I don't want to say bothers me, but I wanna. What I don't understand is that when he got on top of him, BJ is so phenomenal on the floor that you see at the very end, maybe two seconds left. He got on him. I remember when he got on top of him, and I go, "Oh my god, he's got like I'm gonna see. We could check the time, but I'm gonna say around a minute twenty-three. A minute, yeah, I mean, something like that. I think you're right because yeah. I yeah. seen it. I go, that's plenty of time for him to fuck. If not, finish him work him over that's how he's he got mad he was down again this was ages ago and and he just you know he, he control took the back yeah he, a lot of guys he's guys that are good at just getting out getting up he's got that control his back control his mount it's like second to none it's beautiful so he opened up like two seconds left in the round and you see him go knee on belly and all of a sudden start to land and the guy panic and it would have just i feel he could have Really done some damage.
2: Do you think he did li- like a little to no damage there? Because he just laid on him, it seemed I, like for a while, because he was know tired.
1: he must have... BJ has an amazing poker face. When I fought BJ, again, ages ago, like 2002, wow. he looked the part. He looked, he looked great. Afterwards, they almost had to carry him, like in the back. He was exhausted. Exhausted. If I knew... I couldn't tell when I was fighting. He's got that same blank face, and he's... Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, holding his knees or anything. Right. The second it was over, I, I seen it, and Ray even said, "Too man, he was gassed." You should have, because I definitely had more in the tank. But anyway, my point is, it's hard to tell, you know. <clears throat> Excuse me. But what happened was, like, can you, tell when can you, can you round, tell when?
2: can you tell when? Sorry, can yeah. you tell when Derek Lewis is tired? <laughs> <laughs> that was. It was. Not, listen, not to get not to get off
1: the subject, but you brought it up. I love him. But was that a true story? That he is that true? in the... Um, which which I got the guy, I know the guy. He took the picture, uh, like almost like a selfie, and in the background he goes, "I guess it wasn't a good idea to eat chicken and oh, and he's eating and, before and the fight, like, yeah, uh, an hour before a five round." Oh, I'm
2: assuming but, it was. I mean, dark was
1: and that guy's not a bullshit. Who was that? Robert? Uh, I forgot who took the picture. I do not know, but um, oh it's it's in the tip of my tongue. Anyway, but it's a respectable guy. It's not a guy that's like a bullshit. Yeah. But anyway, back to back to the fight with BJ. So you know when I seen him get tired in that third round, and then once I, Seaver started believing that he could hurt him and land on him, it was getting you know it's getting you know not hard to it's getting pretty hard to watch to be honest with you. Yeah. You know because I'm like this sucks, man. Because it's almost like you're waiting for that one blow to land, and then he's I see an old friend taking punishment. You know. Sure. And uh, and I really I if if he if if he would have just took the page a page out of uh, uh, Felice Herrig's game plan, oh my goodness, she was on. I don't want to jump all around on the card. Sure, we'll that's fine. Her, jump around, why not? But sh- her fight. What else are we doing? I thought she, <laughs> we're talking fights. Yeah, I was so imp- I was so impressed with uh, Felice. I was I was impressed, man. She was awesome. She's she's really I think with all the experience she has, she's really putting it together nice now, and she's controlling her emotions. She's using her ranges. Correctly, she's she's good on her feet. She's clinching at the right time. Her control, that, that girl. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Justine, Kish, Justine, Justine, Kish. Justine yeah. Kish. She's like a Terminator. I mean, she there's girls like that where they get away with a lot, and they could be doing things totally wrong, giving up their back, leaving things out, but they could just power through, and you expect them to get tired because you're doing certain things correctly. And they just don't get tired and right. then you get tired and then they beat the shit out of you. I mean, it almost brings me back literally. To the, uh, huh? Yes. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the fuck. Oh man. That poor girl. What a first of a warrior though. Yeah. Kish. I mean, that was, you know, she had an accident. I mean,
2: she really uh Do you think the other girl know. I was just, Do you think that uh uh, oh, my God, uh, that Felice uh, police shower? you no, right think that Felice knew. Because I'm watching that. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's stuff like... Did she didn't see know. that or How no? How about this? I didn't know during it. I no, was I in the replay the aerial view. You could see it. And then she's still fighting. Like You have to be able to tell. I think she was in the moment. I don't even know if she knew. You I don't mean, even care. Yeah.
1: That was wild, man. She had that choke sunk. And that girl is just tough, man. Really just... What a tough girl. But I was saying, it brings me back to... Uh, now, this is really old school, man. There was some old school fights where... This is back when Jiu-Jitsu was ruling, you know, MMA. I don't even know if it was called MMA back then. It might have been called uh, No Holds Barred. But there was a thing called Extreme Fighting. Yeah. And there was this, this uh, Jiu-Jitsu fighter named Mario Sperry. They called him the Zen Machine. He's still around, coaching. I think he worked with the Black Zillion some. Uh, very, very good jiu-jitsu, Jiu-Jitsu practitioner. And at the time, he was in their uh, Carlson Gracie team. He fought this guy Igor Zignovia's well, that's, I think I pretty much got that that's right. A, exactly, um, it there might perfect. be that guy fought Frank Shamrock, where Frank Shamrock picked him up and slammed him on his collarbone and broke it. But he was a physical freak, this guy Igor. So Mario Sperry was doing everything right, mounting him and and just doing everything right where people back then never had an answer to, uh, for. But this dude, it was similar. It reminded me of the Kish fight, where the guy would do everything wrong, but then Mario got gassed out, and this guy Igor ended up just cutting him eventually and just. It just reminded me of that. I don't know why it brought me back. To that some old school fans going fucking a Mario Sperry. Everybody else is going what the fuck. But is he that lost to, to Igor. He lost to Igor. But it was one of those things where my point is this: endurance is it's like a, it's another tool in MMA. It's it's a it's a it's like a, another weapon in your arsenal where you could be worse in a lot of other areas, but be tough and have good endurance, and you could win the fight. And this girl, uh, Kish. Was that it's a perfect example? She was doing a ton of things wrong, and Felicia was doing everything right for co- the way she controlled her, and and when she lost control, how to just protect herself, and and then and then get it was just, she did everything so great. I was yes. so impressed. I was so impressed. I can't say enough. I wanted to just text somebody, but I had a buddy over, so I was talking to him, and uh, it, it was it was a great it was a great display of uh, Brazilian jiu jitsu. Uh, shout out to her, her coach Jeff Curran, Jiu-Jitsu coach, who's I fought him back in the day. What? Yeah, I I I, I beat him, but that's not the oh, point. That's didn't. not the point. He's a buddy need, of mine. Don't ask him. me that. No, people stop. He's a very good friend. of My Clapper. How about let's hear it for Jeff Curran? Let's hear another one for uh, Jeff Curran, former UFC. Yes, Jeff Curran. You know what? Former UFC fighter. I I, mean, I, I want. Why to Why does Jim always have to
2: bring up if I won or lost the fight? I don't. I wanted to train, but I'm t- but I'm too tired.
1: Yeah. Yeah, boom. he deserves it. Yeah, Chris. Boom. Boom. All
2: right. I I We're I li- knew I knew you won that If so I started Listen, no, I mean,
1: him. I don't know why you have to ask me. I just like it embarrasses
2: it. me. Oh, come on. When you bring up if I you want to fight. You should never be shy about your accomplishments. All right. But anyway, but he's a tough guy and he's a he's a very um,
1: he's very good on the floor. And very you talked about guys
2: system. getting up wrong and and and, and hurt sometimes doing everything wrong. I think it was Coke that Dominic Cruz was commenting, like because he was, uh, Guida had him down and was was so ferocious on him that he was just trying to muscle his way up. And he goes, he's he's wasting energy, and that's why he's he's not doing it right. It's like you can't just use athleticism. He's not going through the proper steps to get back up. I,
1: I enjoy the hell out of that Clay to fight. And he's that, a fucking that, caveman.
2: Watching, yeah, it's like watching, he's so great. to this, watch. This, Even running out, he's fun to watch leave yeah. the dressing room. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, and then he just
0: laps around after he wins. Yeah, his cardio is like, I yeah. like he's in
2: a gas before he gets in the fucking... Right. But oh, this God. fight,
0: it, it looked
1: sharp. He looked really yeah, it sharp. Great. And it, it reminded me, I'm not going to say of the old Clay Guida, because it's not like he left, but there was a few fights where... He was working out on. He's working his stand up, and he was kind of just relying on the stand up. And I like when he uses those strikes. He can hurt with his strikes because he. It's not like he doesn't pack a punch, but then he goes right into like a double leg and he runs the guy into the cage. And yeah. I like that guy. That was awesome. That was fun, and, uh, and and he had a good awareness of when to to switch it up from the striking to the grappling. And it, reminded, it was a classic uh, a win. It was good. It was great. I enjoyed that one. He is thing. so
2: much fun to watch fight. Yeah, he just, again, the, the hair all over the place. And one of them commented on how much do you have to fight with the hair. I think Anik asked him, you have to fight with hair dangling in your face. I never thought of how awful that must be to have a guy's sweaty hair in your me. face and your mouth. Ma- it's just kind of throw everything yeah, off.
1: Yeah. Let me tell you, I, I never liked rolling when I used to have hair. But then again, I used to have a lot. I used to use a lot of hairspray. Did you? <laughs> I spray it up. Yeah, like a Guido from the '90s. I'd mm. spray that shit up, and and when I'd roll, I'd get all like sticky. Not not the good sticky that you're used to. The the like a sticky, sticky. Yeah. Just like a, a sticky that doesn't. Nothing good comes of it.
2: Well, it was it was a, it was a really good night of. uh <laughs> yeah. a good. N- <laughs> it brings nothing to the table. Talking about but you brought up hair. I know. I, right. I, I I just didn't want to. I never wore a hairspray. <laughs> we have no, no, listen that that we, just, just that, that conversation the, ran its course. The ten directions I was going to go in, yeah. none none would be pleasing to the audience. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, good. Get away from. That. I wanted to compliment. We have a lot uh, of fights to talk about.
0: We do, yes. Uh, sure Dominic
2: that. Reyes. It, it was his UFC debut. Is that that's not his first professional fight? I didn't know. I
0: think he's he was six and zero. Oh, I think he's zero. Seven, seven and, 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 oh. seven and oh. how Thank impressive yeah. was that guy? Uh, he was
2: the beauty. Is he knocked him down twice? Yeah. The second time he literally it was like a walk off home run. He hit him, and he didn't... I mean, he, he stood there and looked at his handiwork for a second. Did you notice that? Yes, yes. Pop! And he just looked at how... It was like yeah. when Reggie would hit a home Very run. Very
1: controlled for
0: a...
2: Uh, how long was that fight?
0: I think he thought he was knocked out on for his a speed. UFC debut.
2: 29 seconds? Yeah. Is that one of the fastest in light heavyweight history?
0: Yeah. I think they said it was the second fastest. Second? Yeah. In like a debut. I don't know. I'd have to look.
2: Where does he train out of, and who does he train with? I don't know. Let's see. Let's find that out. Yeah. And one of the
1: things I noticed when he dropped him with that right... Was uh, like Ray Longo always says, you know, throw it from your chin. Like, in other words, don't like you don't you never cock it back. Like, you know, if I'm here, I'm just going if I'm here, I'm just going forward. Boom! I'm not ever coming back slightly at all. Why? Because you know? well, it, it tells one of telegraphs too. it takes something off where I'm winding up. That's the sign of an amateur. You wind really? up and you bring it forward. If I'm if I'm here, if I'm here. Like, like Longo, like when I was getting ready for that GSP fight, he used to have me, a uh, medicine ball, he used to have me throwing it at the wall, just throwing it. So I'd be here, I'd be taking it, I'd never come back. Here,
2: boom. Like shot put almost, but just back. from there. look, from here, boom. So you back. do use your so leg when you punch. Oh,
1: it's, I'm turning, like I'm putting out a cigarette with my right foot, my hip, and my shoulder come forward here. Boom. So I'm never bringing the arm first. It's here, right from the chin, so I'm not coming back an inch, I'm just going. Back. Get up from
2: here, bang, bang. So I guess so, yeah. I, see, I be I would <laughs> want to cock up. I'm, I'm not the best shadow
0: boxer, but but I could throw some shit, man. Yeah, Jimmy. He trains a Cobra Kai MMA. It used to be Joe Stevenson's Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Literally sounds oh, like yeah.
2: it's just a parody of the movie. I think it is. Yeah, it, it is. It, it is exactly. Oh, exactly. is that how it came yeah, yeah, to be yeah. named? Oh, yeah. that's pretty funny.
0: Mm. Uh, We're gonna call Michael Johnson in a second. Let's,
2: Let's do that. Go. All right, and then we'll talk when we get back uh, about uh, Johnny Hendricks. Oh, we have a lot to talk about. We oh. certainly do. Johnny Hendry, why don't we start right now? Are you them, Well, me? because we, we'll just get him on the phone, right? But I want to talk about him. I, I do want to discuss but the main know, event. Yeah, um, Dana's response to the main event. There's a few things I would I, like. to I cover. want you to read
1: me the response, not now, but because I didn't hear it. But I want to hear it because I don't know if I'm going to agree with it. Why are you picking up the paper? I mean, I, we don't want to do that now.
2: Well, Michael Johnson's calling in. You're the best, Jimmy. You going over the notes? I have, you have I to. When <laughs> was he born?
1: Ah, Jimmy, I, I miss you when I don't see you. for a you while. You don't know
2: when he was born, do you?
1: What? See, I know when he was. What'd born. What did you just say?
2: I know when he was born. No, no, no. Don't look it up. I'll handle when he nah. was born. <laughs> Michael, what's <laughs> up, buddy?
1: Yeah, Jimmy, <laughs> so what are they do out
2: with you, man? Probably have a better I show. To, I, was in the ba- <laughs> I
1: was in the bathroom for a while, yes. and it wasn't even bad. I was just, and then afterwards, like, you know, I like to wash my hands and wash yeah, my face. Take a moment, collect yourself. And I got out of that thing. It was a nerd stand right outside the thing, and he was just like, looked so annoyed that I was. I heard him outside, and it's like, yo, dude, now you make me pee shy. Yeah, because I gotta get I gotta get a little squirt out because I'm gonna sit down for an hour or so. Of course, hour half. you want to you want to chillax. Yeah, so at least? I want to I like to chillax. You know, and uh, I don't need this little pointex to get old. He looked so upset. He was just like 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 I, I, I'm like like almost tapping his foot when I opened the yeah. door, and I, I told him like oh hey man I heard some I get, get peace peace shot I hear some voices. It totally ignored. Me. You totally know, it's funny. I, oh, I resent dude. and
2: hate anybody in the bathroom when I need it. Mm. I really do get like this God complex. Like, I need the, my yeah. bladder is bothering me. Who are you? Michael, what's up?
1: <laughs> this is why I say you should have asked me a question about something. We should have talked about something. Look, God, guys, we'll talk about well, He's, he's, a, he's fighting
0: a, Justin Gaethje when? Um... <laughs> Uh, July seventh, okay. the Ultimate Fighter
2: finale.
1: Tell, you know what? Not only because you brought it up, and it's uh, I want to know. What oh, now the, the Dana's tweet or Dana's. Insta- well, Where we got. It?
2: What, what, the, it was the main event. Yeah, let's talk about set it up, Jimmy. Mm. Um, it was it was the uh, the main event fight, and uh, really a much uh, so much uh, hype. Yeah, uh, so much bad blood yeah. between uh, Kiesa and Lee we made it and, fun. Yes, and uh, wow. The, what? What? Uh, is somebody gonna read to me
1: what he wrote? Well, I, let's I, just say it was. Yeah.
2: What did you think first of all? I'm gonna. I'll tell you what I thought. I, I want me to t- tell what you I'll, I'll
1: tell you what I thought first, if you want. Yes,
2: I would like to know your thoughts.
1: All yeah. right, this is this is my thoughts on it, because a lot of guys are giving um, uh, Mario a lot of shit. Yes, you know, this is this. Now look, I understand that you you want it. You, you don't want to make a call that's that's iffy. where well, you want to give the guy every chance to get out of it. I, when I went, <laughs> the second he jumped in. I, and I seen, a, I seen, a, I seen guys go out before tons of times. You know, I've been on the map for 20 years. The way Kevin Lee had him in the rear naked and he had the palm to palm grip, Mike was trying to lay the right way to face him. And and he would have, he could have got out that way, but the way he had his arm practically behind his back, he, he couldn't, he did not find the hand and he stopped looking for the hands with his hands. It, I it looked a second I'm saying maybe a second at the most two I believe he'd be out out unconscious so I don't I gonna I mean they could say that oh kish was in some really um tight chokes and it was yeah but it wasn't the exact position where it looked yeah it was tight but she had some room to move. that's how she got out I the way Kevin Lee had it I feel that he was going to be out when Mario went to break it in. I knew. I'm like, oh, he's out. I said. I I said it maybe the same time that he went to jump in. I thought thought he was out. Was a good stoppage. I mean, look in hindsight, the way he was, he was probably just about another second. He
2: looked like he was going to have a hard time. How about this? It looked like he was flailing a little bit, right? But the second he sat up, he's like, I didn't tap. Yeah, but he look, but the, the the
1: lights were going out. He's, look at his, I watched it a lot. I'm like, look, I'm looking at his hands. If his hands would have shook, they stopped at one point. Look, and they're not stopped. And and I listen, first of all, a big fan of Kiesa. Yes. He was on here the other day. I love watching him fight. Tremendous. I want the best for him. Uh But I feel that he was going out. I feel, I, but in in to his defense, he's the guy in the choke. What's the matter? What no,
0: you? I was going to oh. say, interestingly, in his... Afterward, I saw Kiyasa interviewed, and he's he was able to talk through the entire sequence. And he said, like you're saying, his hands kind of went away from the. the, stuff. Well, he's gonna see it also. But but he said, he goes, "I wanted to put my palms up and kind of like shrug my shoulders up, like he was. Maybe it's not the right way to do it, but he knew what he was doing at that time. You know. Yeah. I'm well. I mean, he's the guy in it, so I
1: understand that. Yeah. Like, uh, but from what I saw, I feel he was go he was going out. But I mean, listen. He's the guy in it. He's the only guy that truly knows.
2: So right. well, Let me read you the response. That's a nice photo. Dana understood that. what Mario Mazzagatti was going through. He tweeted the photo of him making the little heart yeah. uh, with his hand. So Dana was kind of supporting his decision. Right. What did Dana? Hold on.
0: Read what he, what he said. He, well, he, he calls him Mario Mazzagatti because like Steve Mazzagatti, who's a terrible yeah. Oh, he's it's fucking a, with him? Yeah.
2: But what did he say? Uh, Mario, what's his real name? It is. Yamasaki. Uh, it is. Yamasaki. I wrote it down, and I'm like, maybe I got it wrong. Okay, good. Wait, why is he attacked? What did he say? Was he? Uh, well, no, 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 no. He was. He was praising him. <laughs> he, he writes, uh, Mario Mazzagati does it again. This guy is more concerned with doing this dumbass heart bullshit oh, than ref in the fight. Steals a great moment from Lee, or let Mike fight it, or tap. Nobody gives a shit that you can make a heart with your hands <laughs> like a 12 year old girl. They want you to pay attention to what's going on in the fight and do your job. Well, two different uh, <laughs> thoughts on that one. I'm so glad no. Dana fucked it up because I literally wrote down his yeah, name and I'm like, I oh, make man, a how that, the that, fuck it. did I not know that?
1: I was always wondering about that heart thing, too. It's what terrible. We all hate it. Well, I, there's other guys that do. I don't, I don't like when the refs do their own little. Like they try to make a little unique thing for themselves. It's like, dude, what are you fucking doing, guy? Well, you Herb Dean do you know he always
2: does the like the salute. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Herb gets a pass on anything. I like Herb. <laughs> I like Who Herb. do you
2: like? Who's the best referee? Is it him or is it Big John? Hey, what about or, uh, I, the other first guy? Of all, Keith uh, Peterson. Keith Peterson. Does this you thing, know what's funny yeah. about Keith Peterson? Literally, growing up,
1: <laughs> I don't want to attack that. He's a great guy. We used to call him Froggy because you ever seen little rascals with the kid with the voice? Yeah. Oh, you know says? Up. Oh, he lived. He lived. In the apartment complex, literally around the block from my house. Could he fight back then? He was a tough little kid. He was a tough kid. He fought. He had some fights. Keith Peterson. But we always called him Frog. He's very good. But he's a great... What a good guy. He's a great ref. What a great... Nobody really talks about him because he's never in any bullshit. He's never in any uh, kind of controversy. (laughs) Controversy.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it th- yeah, but um, that that was a bad. Although Herb has been known to stop fights a little soon. Yeah, he stood me say. up quick with that
1: Lido fight. He did.
2: <laughs> I, well, I wasn't the fight, but I mean, you remember
1: little things. But I like. We talk about comic book movies when I see him and stuff. He's a like, he's a good. And he fought before, so he kind of he gets it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Herb I'm did. Like, oh, Herb did.
1: Herb's, Herb's. I like her. I always like seeing her. You know, being around the UFC so long. When I when I get around there, there's certain guys you just really like seeing. Him. You know
2: what I mean. You know what I mean, I know. I remember I saw you talking to Big John in Vegas last year. Yeah, time. like
1: but Big well, Big John was there for my moment.
2: Ah, oh, we we've got our out. guest, uh, Michael Johnson. Hello, sir.
4: Good, good. How are you guys
2: doing? Hi, buddy. You're talking to Jim and Matt uh, on Unfiltered. Hope things are well for you.
4: Yeah, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Things are great. Sorry for missing those calls.
2: Oh, that's okay. Uh, where are you now? Uh, just at home, back in Florida. Oh, you? Do you live? Oh, you? When did you leave St. Louis? I know you're from St. Louis. Yeah, I'm from St. Louis. I've been in Florida
4: for about five years or so. so.
2: Do you go home a lot, or are you kind of just happy to be in Florida?
4: Uh, I'm happy to be training here in Florida. I got my good squad, and uh, you know my my family there. But um, you know, I miss home, of course. I don't go back that often, just because I'm training so much. So you guys know how that is. Now,
1: only because there was that TV show. That's why I'm bringing this up, uh, Michael. What about the Black Zillions? I know you've been asked about this a million, a million times, but I want to know because I watched the show with you with the Black Zillions versus the American Top Team, and then I heard they're splitting up. And then, I, what, what's going on with that?
4: Well, you know, uh, it was just some things that 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 went on with with um, you know the honor and, and everything like that. So just a group of us. Just uh, left and we kind of went with Henry Hughes and they started the Combat Club. So we're just all together training. Um, the Black Zillion Agency, that, that that show, you know, I didn't really get that to evolve because I had my fight coming up with Edson around the same time. So I couldn't really, you know, be hands on that much in that show, you know. All right. Well, you're with
1: Henry still, so that's all that matters. Henry was running shit anyway, wasn't
4: he? Yeah, yeah, of course, pretty much, man. You know, that was uh, pretty much the unspoken head coach of the team, you know, um, everybody, you know, migrated towards him. And, um, you know, he really came in and changed our striking. And, um, you know, he, he's very open-minded about, you know, what we need to do and how we need to progress. And, you know, so now he's working with, um, still got Greg Jones, you know, Gilbert Durio is doing our jujitsu thing now. So um, everything's working out good.
2: And what was your strategy against, uh, Edson, who's known for kicking, uh, so brutally, what was your strategy and how to kind of neutralize that?
4: Uh, you know my strategy that fight was just to keep moving forward. You know, not give him any space. And uh, you know that's my same strategy for this next fight coming up. Uh, you know, Justin likes to kick a lot. And, you know, if you give these guys no space at all, then they don't have room to kick. So I kind of got to stay in his face and uh keep it moving. The you know, important thing is I got to be in shape to do it, and damn, best believe I am.
2: And we we were at the uh, the garden and saw your fight against uh, Khabib. And, and I think the first round it was going. You you were striking. I think and doing quite well. And what what finally happened? Uh, was he stronger than you thought he was going to be?
4: Yeah, that, that that was one of the things. And um, you know, he really um snuck in that takedown. You know, I thought I was going to be able to reverse him in that first round. And um, you know, he kind of got on top of me. Um, you know, that fight I was just really um I was really anxious. <laughs> You know, I was always waiting for him to shoot on me, so I never got comfortable. I never allowed myself to get comfortable, you know, and um, he disguised the shots very well, and, yeah, and he felt like a 205 fiveer on top of me, but I'll be prepared for that next time. So he definitely made me a better fighter.
2: When you went in there, were you saying, like, I just I just do not want this guy to put me on the ground?
4: Yeah, that, that's exactly what it was, man. And, you know, um, that clouded my thought process. And I didn't do what I was best at, and I was moving and, um, and staying calm in there.
2: Well, Michael, what was he saying? I could hear some of it, and I've seen some on the replay. What was he saying? Because he said he respected you a lot after the fight, uh, that you were an extremely tough guy, uh, and you really took a lot of punishment. He had a lot of respect for you. What was he saying while you were on the ground?
4: He he was he. I think he told me to give up at one point, and then he's like. You know, I should be champion, or you know, I, you know, I deserve that, and this and that. And, uh, you know, tell me to give up. I looked at him, and I, I hit him with a backhand, you know, I'm like, I'm not fucking giving up. I told him, fuck you, I think. So, <laughs> so uh, it was, uh, you know, it, it was pretty funny, but you know, I get it. Uh, um, you know, he's upset, you know, that he didn't get a title shot, and, uh, um, the, you know, I put myself in a bad position and allowed right. him to do
1: that. It's kind of creepy though during a fight. It reminds me of that scene in Saving Private Ryan. Not that he was killing you, but oh. remember when the guy, had the German, had the <laughs> he had the knife and he's <laughs> he's plunging it in the and the guy's like, wait, wait, what are you saying? And the guy's saying, his ah oh, belongs this way. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah and he goes, he
4: yes. But the thing is, I wasn't begging for my life. No,
1: fuck no, Michael, no, <laughs> no way. You're a warrior. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it is it is creepy though because I'm not used to. You know, I had a lot of fights, and I never had a guy talking to me saying, "Ah, you know, I deserve this." I'm like, "Holy fuck!"
4: <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, you- it kind of gets you. It kind of like <laughs> kind of scares you a little. I get it. Like, hey, it's creepy right now.
2: That's there. I felt very. I, I don't think I've ever felt more claustrophobic watching a fight than that one, because of the way he kept he kept pulling your arm, and it just seemed like a really a horrible position to be in.
4: Yeah, it was uh, it was not uh, enjoyable at all. But uh, like I said, when I went back to my camp. I started working on what I needed to work on, sure. never to get in that position again. And, uh, you know, I thank you for doing that to me because now I know what it's like. Yeah, that's, man. That's the best way to learn. Sure. You know? That's it, going through something like that.
1: That's how sure. I've
2: learned what a shitty boyfriend I am because I've been dumped by every girl I've ever dated. So <laughs> I kind of figure I need improvements. <laughs> With all uh, the experience? you find you... <laughs> one soon.
1: <laughs> hey, listen, did you see the fights over the weekend? Did you see uh, Kiesa versus Kevin Lee or no?
2: Yeah,
4: yeah, I watched it. What would yeah. you think
1: of that? What would you think of the outcome of that?
4: Uh, the, well, it's obvious, man, that's bullshit that he called that. Um, Michael Kiesa shouldn't have had himself in that position. You know, he's a good friend of mine, and, um, you know, Kevin Lee was dominating before that. You know, he had a, he him in a real bad position. I think Kiesa looked up at the clock to see how much time he had left, and he forgot that he was yeah. getting choked, and he just flipped that in. And um, I think he was going to tough it out, but you got to let him limp or, or tap. You know, you can't do that.
2: Wow. Yeah. Oh, you think that might have been a clock peak that he, that his head turned a little bit and kind of opened himself up
4: absolutely that that's what I think that was my first thought because he was defending very well and it was getting close to the end of the round and he knew that so he looked up at the clock i think to see how much time he had left and uh you know Kevin took advantage of it,
1: yeah, both those guys really strangle well from the back they 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 get their rear naked chokes. didn't he just finish a couple of guys with that? I think he did he right? I mean, yeah, I his last
0: two fights. Yeah, yeah, he had, he had, yeah. Yeah, had Ronaldo. Yeah, he's, he's the,
4: finished. Good. He's strong and tough. He's very
1: tough. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, because people are saying that he got stopped a little too soon. I mean, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, to Mario's defense, like I, I really felt that 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 Michael was about to. It looked like he was going egg out. It looked like he was out because his arm stopped moving. But you know, again, man, the, it, only 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 Kiesa knows. Man, he was in that thing
4: yeah yeah he looked
1: like he was about to go out
4: but
1: now w- not. what do you feel about your upcoming fight Jimmy's doing the heart symbol now it's throwing me yeah, off yeah
2: Dane, Dana's <laughs> Dana's Instagram showing him with that little heart thing oh that was a real fucking <laughs> Dane, that was an asshole reaming he gave him Dana's for Dana can be funny yeah man. again another one how many times has Dana got to
4: kill him like he needs to stop fucking
2: up yeah <laughs> what was the last fuck up do you remember what was the last big one
4: uh yeah, who was it? it? It wasn't too long ago. It was, it was some knockout that that he stopped way too long. Or no, he let the guy get beat up way too, too
2: long. Too long, right? He's got to yeah. he's got to find a middle middle ground right now. Yeah, <laughs> and I can kind of picture the fight where they're going. He should stop this. He should stop. Was it? It was no. That was Roy Nelson was Big John when he got mad. I can't remember who this one was. But was I, it Travis uh, Brown? No, with uh, Derrick Lewis. Uh, I might be way Derrick old. Derrick Lewis. Yeah,
4: it was.
1: Was it? If it is, I'm awesome. I might be wrong. That might have been one of them. I mean, if if that's...
3: has
1: got a lot, so... Wow. Is, is Chris the producer in this show at all? Is no, nice? well, I'm looking. Oh, I'm you, sorry.
0: You, you were saying the Roy... No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, because that was the, uh, the Big John thing where Roy kicked... No, no, but I said he... that. What, what yeah. about he
2: said maybe no. it was Travis against Derek Lewis? Oh. Did he take too many punches because Mario did not stop it?
0: I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. If well, them,
2: let's but just see know. who the ref there was. If, if, if Matt is right about this... Oh, no, about, about, yeah, about Derek Lewis with Travis Brown. Yeah, beating on him. So how do you feel about your fight uh, coming up? Sorry, we're, we're digressing. <laughs>
4: yeah. no, 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 it's cool. Digress, digress. Um, I'm excited about this fight, man. I'm a, I love fighting guys that, that show up to fight, that always move forward, and they like to throw punches. So, um, you know, I've been, since November, my last fight, I've had a hard training camp, and I'm ready. Man. I'm ready to go out here and put on a statement.
1: Well, I mean, he's, this, I
2: mean, Justin is undefeated. Am I? Oh, sorry, Christopher. the producer? You're correct. Yeah. Matt was right. He was remembered it? that it, that was the fight. It was Travis Brown losing to Dark Lewis. Ah, memory
1: of a goldfish uh, my ass. It's amazing. Good God. for you.
2: Yeah, I didn't you even know it. what I ate this morning for
1: breakfast, but I remember that shit. But listen, go, getting back to your your opponent, Just, you know, this guy, Justin is 17 and 0, coming over from the World Series of Fighting, and he was the champion, and he defended his, his his belt a bunch of times. Uh, what a, a kid having a bunch of hype behind him, What do you like that? Do you like that this kid's undefeated and... And not only that, you know, you're greeting him to the UFC. You're his first fight, so that shows you something. Like you're the guy that's going to welcome him to the UFC. I mean, how did, how does that? How do you feel about that?
4: I feel good about that. Uh, yeah, I love going in here, being the guy to stop the hype train, or, or go against yeah. the guy that's got all this hype around him. You know, put, put me in here against the guy that everybody's on their side, because uh, I'm not only just disappointing him, I'm disappointing everybody that that was rooting for him. And uh, you know, and that's kind of <laughs> joyful for me a little bit. You know, so, uh, I love he's undefeated. I love he's coming in. I'm welcoming him to the UFC. But at the same time, I almost feel like I'm getting tested by him. Like he's looking at the top ten, thinking that oh, this is the easiest guy I can I can get in here and uh, and fight. But um, it, it's not going to be that way, man. I got completely different plans for. Him.
2: Don't you think someone who's undefeated? I, I always feel like when someone goes so many fights being undefeated, there's almost a weird pressure they have that you're not having because that first loss, the idea that first loss, like I thought John Jones always got lucky in a way because he has a first loss and everybody knows he was kicking the shit out of his opponent. He was winning that fight, uh, you know, and it was stopped because of those stupid elbows. So he took the loss without actually being beaten, but it takes the pressure off because it just seems like certain guys go undefeated for a while and then they lose it and they lose a few fights. It does something to the psyche after a while once you finally lose.
4: Yeah, it does, man, and, uh, you know, everybody knows losing sucks, and the thing is, I've been there before, you know, I've lost, so I know what it feels like, so I can come back from that, and, um, you know, I always say, like, you know, the broken evolves the most, because I've been at that breaking point to where, you know, I've I've suffered defeat, and it's just been so disappointing where it just fuels me, you know, he really doesn't have much to fuel him, he doesn't have, uh, like, a fight to come back from a loss, you know, uh, I do, so I have a lot more to prove. But he's got a lot to prove in his plate, you know, coming into the UFC. So I love being the guy to take his virginity and, um, and get that O out of there.
2: So, so when you lose, it's, it's for you, it doesn't change everything you feel about yourself. Like, you know, I think with some guys, it might change everything that they believe to themselves. But you, So if you lose, you know how to handle that mentally and then just come back and, and win the next fight.
4: Absolutely, man. I, I, like I said, I've lost before, man. It's a process to me. You know, it's a journey. You know, records don't mean shit, man. Like guys are getting title shots with, with, you know, five, six, seven losses on their records when they're when they're 500. You know, they're just getting them just cut. So, uh, you know, records aren't really important. It's all, uh, like I said, a process and a journey. And uh, as long as I learn and I work to improve the mistakes that I did, uh, you know, then I'm being successful. And uh, everything is gonna catch up. You know, it's gonna click, and you know, my time's gonna hit. Like I said, I want to be prepared because when I get to the top, man, that, that fall from the top hurts the to worst, You know, so so when I get there, I need to stay there and I need to finish on top. Well, like, it's, it's... No, go ahead.
1: Sorry, brother. Go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. No, nah, man, I was about to give you some praise. I'm just saying, you show that you're mentally strong, man, because after that fight with Khabib, you came back to stop a very studly Dustin Poirier, who's, who's been terrible. What, what are you saying?
0: His last one was against Vice versa. His last yeah. Wait, did was I fuck skim- that up?
4: Yeah. Oh must, Matt. Uh, did I
1: fuck that up?
4: Yes, yeah, why yeah, did yeah. you did. What did
1: you knock that? Oh wait, shit. You, wait. <laughs> I'm I Michael. We'll I me. suck. I'm re- listen to the best as I'm reading this thing and I see Chris go, no, you fuck He's pointing. I saw you fucking you up not, I, I stepped I, out and let it me. happen. I was so bragging about my memory, Michael. You just bragged about your memory. I was about just bragging memory. about my memory, and this is unfiltered, so we can't cut this. We out We can't cut it out. It is where it is. So. You're, you're mentally <laughs> strong. Don't try to save me, Jenny, Jimmy. We're mentally, you're mentally strong anyway, bro. I talked to you in that hotel bar. I forgot what fight it was. We had a nice conversation. And i seen it in your eyes, bro. I'm going to bring it back. I I know I know you got what it takes. You got to forgive me yeah, on that right. fucking thing. And you did knock out Poirier. I didn't get that wrong. No, it was a TKO. Poirier's a fucking stud. Yeah, yeah, but it was just you the order. You got that wrong. I got that wrong. Michael, yeah. man, Michael's not letting me go with this. No, he shouldn't. He goes, you can't. He shouldn't.
4: <laughs> you got it wrong. Like, hey, hey you know, Michael God,
1: Johnson, fucking... I fucked up, all right? <laughs> Kick me when I'm
4: down. You're allowed one. You're allowed one. Thank you, buddy. He's getting
1: used. Hey, I enjoy watching you fight if that makes any difference. <laughs> yeah, of
4: course. Thank
1: you. Yo, I, I think we lost Michael now. No, I think no, he's no. not a fan of Unfiltered. I and think we you, lost him for oh, good. Of course I am. I've
4: been waiting to get on this show. About time you have
2: me. And then I fuck up like this. You made a little mistake. We all make little mistakes. None no. of us fight ones that are that humiliating and big. But we all make little errors. Like, Listen, you're fighting Justin <laughs> uh, Jc on. Uh, The uh, (laughs) Ultimate uh, Fighter uh, Redemption finale, Friday, July seventh, nine o'clock on FS1. So we want to promote when you're going to be fighting. And you're from St. Louis. We mentioned that earlier. And uh, you know, what was life like there for you growing up as a kid? Did you grow up in a quiet neighborhood, or was it kind of uh, was there a lot of uh, shit happening?
4: Uh, You know, it was a little. uh, It was a little bit of both. You know, like I said, I didn't come from. uh, You know, I come from.
2: Oh, Michael, your phone's cutting out a little bit, buddy. Uh,
1: I think I hear something. He dropped out. No. He dropped out. Okay. Yeah, he's probably in a
2: car. <laughs> no, this is what happened.
1: I totally fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, you know what? Fuck UFC unfiltered. I'm driving through a tunnel, everybody. You can't hear me. Meanwhile, he can probably hear his phone. <sighs> Jimmy,
0: Jimmy, so Jimmy, Jimmy,
1: I fucked up with him. Jimmy, the... how bad was that? Who cares? Don't Look, what I, look what I do. I fucked up how with him. How bad that? was it? I got so happy that I got that fact right from a fight from... Ages that was a very, very impressive. It was so thing. impressive that I got cocky. And then I, I half <laughs> yeah, I, half-read I, I, it. I know it is I look a knockout over Dustin Poirier in December. I'm reading this. I didn't see I didn't see the I didn't How do you the, think uh, I felt?
2: I know who Mario is. I know who he is.
1: Alright, well, I'm reading this, guys. I'm reading this. I'm reading Chris's notes, I've watched a hundred fights order.
2: that he's reffed, and I see Dana's t- Thing, and I'm like, I've been thinking wrong all the time. His name is Mario Mezgar-. We all make mistakes. No, no. I got the we right laugh I got about the right them. name and I got, the right, no, no, but I got saying, the right outcome of a fight. Oh, cool. We got Michael back. Michael, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, I'm, yeah, not, you know, I'm Michael, not letting but... it go how, Why, of should've... how bad that was. I, and I'm, but I'm pointing out a mistake I made. We all make You them. know what's nice,
1: though? That people what? know I'm a regular guy
2: Yeah. and I make mistakes. That's what I tell myself, too, when I make a mistake. The people, they don't look at it that way, though. They go, look at these two unprofessional was, asses. Listen. Ah, fuck it.
1: Listen. And he was <laughs> so... He was so bummed out that he was he wasn't letting it go. Like, oh no, you know, like I did not give a hell, but it was a TKO, but it was a out of order. He was just like, you got it wrong.
4: Yeah. <laughs> now I feel I like
1: Michael Johnson. Okay. Okay. There
2: you go. Michael, what's up, buddy? Uh,
4: hey, what's up? Sorry about that.
1: Sorry
2: about that. Matt is in a tailspin over the fact that he got you know. Uh, well, you well, I
1: got listen. First of all, I I, the good letter. news is I got the thing right where he kicked the guy's ass. He won, so it's not going like to bring up a fight that he lost. No. But the point I was making.
2: Is totally invalid. Here's what you he said. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, let me fix this. We were talking about you one time, and I pointed yes. out that you, uh, I remember pointing out that you, you had uh, lost a, a decision in ATS, and then you came back and beat said Poirier. No, no, but I made that point on another show, and then Matt was just trying to steal it and make that point here.
4: Right. Uh, and, and, and he got him wrong. He got him totally man. wrong.
2: Uh, Michael, yeah. Michael, my. my, my Co-host is full of shit.
1: I brought, I brought up, and I don't want to bring up fights that you lost, but you had a tough go with Nate Diaz. You After that fight, you came back, and you knocked out Dustin Poirier or TK Odom. I brought that up on another show, and one of our fans is going to find that for me. Sure. Just to find that I
2: gave Michael props. <laughs> Make me feel better. Now, you, All were, right. you were talking, Michael. Before we got cut off. we asked you about St. Louis, and, and I said, was it kind of a quiet neighborhood or kind of like a, a lot of shit happening? You said a little bit of both, and then we didn't hear anything else you said because of the phone.
4: Yeah, yeah, it was, um, you know, it was, like, one of those neighborhoods where one block was, like, the good block, and then the next block was, like, where all the shit was happening, and then, you know, so on and so forth. Um, so, it was kind of one of those things with me. Mean, I went to a county school, you know, so I got bussed out to uh, play sports, so I, I didn't really go to, like, a, a in-city school, but, you know, there was, so I didn't come from, like, like, super hardships, you know what I'm saying, like a bad neighborhood, but, you know, of course, there were kind of, like, any other normal, like, city neighborhood kinda of, uh St. Louis kinda of got real bad like right after I left. Oh. After I got out at the right time.
2: <laughs> so is it harder though when you when you get bussed out to another school, is it kinda of harder because 'cause you're not going to school with a lot of the uh kids that you live around? Uh
4: no, because um you know, I I've never really did. You know, ever since like elementary school I always uh like got bussed out went to like a county school. So um you know like my mom and uh dad like the uh, unfortunately me and the like Around that time, the, the uh, like, education program in the city wasn't as good as what it was. So, you know, I had to go out to a county school and, you know, get a, a better education and things like that. So,
2: And you got into fighting. It was really when you were 10 and your, your dad passed away. It was suddenly, I think, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He passed away from a heart attack. But See, people get that story kind of, like, wrong. Like, that's not, like, what, like, fueled me to start fighting. That's kind of when I became... Like, I lost, like, track a little bit. You know, like, my dad passed away. I started getting into a little trouble. I started fighting in school, like, getting suspended, you know, like, and shit like that. You know what I mean? So, like, losing your dad at a young age, you know, and me and my older brother, we didn't really, like, cope with that well. So. How
1: How did you find MMA? What got you first into that?
4: Well, you know, I always wanted to do this since high school, but, man, I uh, I was, a, like, a three-sport athlete. You know, I played football, wrestling, ran track, got a scholarship in college for uh, for football. And then I went to another junior college and wrestled, and then I started fighting um, after that. So I was like, you know, what? I've been wanting to fight. I've been wanting to do this since, since high school. I'm not playing football anymore. Let me let me give it a go. So I started training for like first like three months back in Springfield, Missouri, and um, and you know, the rest is history. Yeah, look at you now. Yeah, you know, it was actually uh, crazy. I uh, went to. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Zach Cummins. Yes. So me and him went to college together, and um, you know that's how I started, you know, training because he was doing it in Springfield. So I found him, and you know we started we, we started helping each other.
2: Um. Well, good luck, man. You are fighting uh, the Redemption finale on the Ultimate Fighter is Friday, July the seventh. It's nine o'clock, and uh, you're fighting uh, an undefeated Justin Gaethje. So, you know, good luck in that. You're always fun to watch fight. You know, it's it's always entertaining. You you always uh, put on a great fight. So I love watching you. And uh, anytime you want to come on, man, it's, it's really fun talking to you.
4: All right, thank you guys. Yeah, man, have me on more, man. I appreciate it. I'll have <laughs> you have to come up and uh, do a live uh, sit-in the studio show. We prefer that. some headlocks. Put them in some headlocks <laughs> and get things wrong. Put, put, me, in,
1: put me in some arm locks for, for what I got <laughs> wrong. Yeah, listen, we'll be watching. If you're ever in town, let us know, man. We'd love to have you in studio.
4: All right, perfect. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate it.
1: Michael, good luck, man. Take care. Take care,
0: right,
4: Mike. Thanks, bye. Alright,
1: I like Michael Like I said, man I bullshitted with that guy before And uh, always always a pleasant guy to talk to, man you Fucking know? Jimmy
2: Rivera Who we're talking to shortly Has yeah. not lost since November of 2008 yeah. Jesus Christ no, That's awesome That's so impressive He's been out When's the last time he fought? Um, I want to say it was uh, September of 2016 against Uriah Yeah, he was Uriah's yeah. Uh, I, I wonder if that's the fight that sent Uriah. It was Uriah's next-to-last fight. Well, I'm sorry, how long ago? That was September 2016. So that was Uriah's next-to-last fight. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He had an eye. When actually. did he... Re- when did, yes, that was that fight. When did he retire, Uriah?
0: Um, I don't remember the date, the last but it fight was, was March, in... February? Yeah, but it was in Sacramento. I, I didn't yeah, know I remember that. that.
2: Yeah. You know, um, when you have a great glass of wine, it enhances the moment. Now, whether you're reflecting on the day or with someone you love or just like, Wink understands this. It's why they started their company to give you access to exceptional wines from around the world so you can have even more of these moments. You got to go to trywink.com. That's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C. There's no K. It's W-I-N-C.com. You take a brief uh, palette profile quiz. I took that. You, know, you did? You know, I got this. Okay. Yeah, delicious. It is delicious. Oh, it's
1: really nice. My wife likes it a little, uh, she likes a little sweetie, a little sweet. Sweetie?
2: She's <laughs> my yeah, sweetie. She married a little sweetie. Oh,
1: uh. stop. But uh, yeah, so she likes it a little fruity. <laughs> You're a little fruity. Sorry. Your <laughs> anyway, it's delicious, Jimmy. I really, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy when I bowl pasta. <laughs> Those are not good yeah. my eating habits. But yeah, it was
2: delicious. Well, you go, you take the palate profile quiz. Yes. And uh, Wink will recommend distinct and interesting wines actually customized to your palate. Yes. To be shipped directly to your door every month. None of your time is wasted fitting in a run to the store, you know, on your way home to, you know, to or from work or on your way to a gathering. No more time spent guessing at what you might like. Uh, because Wink bases the wines they send you on your taste preferences. Wink will even introduce you to new, rare, and custom wines that are not available anywhere else, and they'll tell you the story behind each one. Wine drinking and and the enjoyment of wine is like a – it's like a lifestyle. It's amazing to me how obsessed people get with the right wine. Like I go out to dinner with people and they're like, oh, the wine was wrong. Like people (laughs) really care about what wine they're drinking. Like, you know, you drink soda or you drink beer. What what kind of beer do you use beer? But people with wine seem to become obsessed with drinking the right wine. I'm not obsessed, but this is very convenient. And like, did I say it's delicious? That palette uh, profile quiz, it gets it right. There's no charge to join. You can skip any month, cancel any time, and they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you never pay for a bottle you don't like. Mm. I mean, that's a pretty amazing deal. You get a bottle you don't like, you don't have to pay for it. I mean, that's that's great. Right now, Wink is offering listeners $20 off your first order when you go to trywink.com. That's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C dot com slash UFC. Trywink.com slash UFC. They'll even cover the cost of shipping. T-R-Y-W-I-N-C dot com slash UFC to get $20 off your first order now, plus complimentary shipping, trywink.com slash UFC. Love it. You're listening to UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. It's simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or 10th, with Rocket Mortgage you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approved in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com unfiltered. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSConsumerAccess.org consumeraccess.org number 3030.
0: I uh, want to talk to Jimmy Rivera. Why not? What else we got to do? Yeah, well, we got to talk
2: about the. Uh, uh, we got some fights to talk about. We talked about, about the main. Right, we we got to go. talk about Johnny Hendricks. Oh yeah, let's talk about coming, that coming in week. at one eighty-eight at middleweight. You Fuck. made a face when we interviewed him.
1: Yes, I remember. I remember your eyebrows going up when when he told you what he was walking around. One ninety-eight. But I think at first he said one eighty-eight, and then he went to 190. He was. Oh, no, am I right
2: or wrong? Or, or did we get it reversed? Because I thought he came in, he was, I thought when Johnny said that to us, it was like 10 days before the fight. Am I crazy? Yeah. Uh, well, it was the Monday. So it was,
0: you know, seven days. of I'm like, he's
2: way too heavy, man. Like that's a lot of weight to cut in a week. And again, you tell me, I don't know what I'm talking about, but that to me struck me as a crazy amount of weight.
1: He looked, I mean, sometimes he does look a little soft, but he looked a little soft. Here,
2: here's my theory with Johnny Hendricks. And I love Johnny Hendricks. Yeah, I, I think food for all of us is hard. And there's addictive qualities to food. Mm-hmm. And when you're having trouble at middleweight cutting down to 170, and then they go, okay, we'll give you 15 more pounds. And you're having a hard time. Then to me, the eating, there's something wrong. Because he's not lazy. He's a fucking world-class athlete. Yeah, he's, a, you know, he's not a lazy guy. He's a tough guy. He's a great fighter. He's got a left hand. It's like a fucking, it's like, it's like a tank. They were so just... he's doing something wrong, yeah. and I think it's mental, and it's food. And food is a motherfucker man. Food's the hardest addiction. It's the hardest oh. thing to get balanced with, because we have to have it. I don't drink, I don't do drugs, but you know what? Yeah. I can never drink or never do drugs. You can't never eat. Food yeah. is a bitch. By far the hardest edition. So that's my theory. I don't know Johnny well personally, mm. just from having talking to him. And he was so happy to be at middleweight in that first middleweight fight against Hector Lombard. Great.
1: He did great, with doing him.
2: great. He looked great. This he looked fight, lighter.
1: This fight, the, uh, his punch, a couple of those punches were close, man. Yeah. And that could have made a big difference. I was, I'm watching it thinking, all right. Once it started getting going, I'm like, all right, I want to see. It, something's gonna land by one of the guys, and it, you know, Tim actually ended up really landing. Oh, but there.
2: you see the size difference, too. Timbo's yeah. oh, just a he fucking. Looked. He literally looks like, like, uh, like some kind of, like, uh, some giant bald <laughs> monster you draw <laughs> in a comic book. Yeah. He's, he's like, a, he, you should be carrying like a medieval fucking yeah. bat with spikes in it. He's, he's a savage. Well, he's like, the, he's the, gone, barbarian. the barbarian. I know, yeah. he's, yeah, that's I what he
1: looks like. He was going after it, too. Like, he knew. That he had power, you know, the power over him. Those kicks, the
2: straight kicks to the stomach, yeah. were horrible. And Hendricks is throwing these big booming lefts, and they are just missing. And again, if he connects, I think he could probably knock anybody out with one of those lefts. Mm. But Bosch knows it's coming, and he and he's that's all he's got to look out for is that.
1: You know, Styles make fights. You saw what happened with with Jacare and Bosch. I mean, yes, he took him down and smoked him. In yeah, the took that Kimura beautifully, set, beautiful setup. But uh, you know, a guy Johnny's even though he's a great wrestler. He's not known for his submissions. I mean, whenever he got Magni down, he even wasn't passing his guard, wasn't doing anything. So he'd have to rely on that power and trying to hurt him standing. And again, one of uh, Tim's attributes, best attributes, is that he could take punishment. Uh, listen, there's a big difference between getting beat up and he had uh, Okami on him, mounted him, punching him in the face and he could weather that and get out, get up and uppercut him to death. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? There's a there's a guy being able to take a bat to the head and being taking that punishment is one thing. About to get your your shoulder separated, where you're going to need a steel plate. Yeah, a different kind of toughness. You know what I mean? It's a different. It's not even toughness. It's game over. Anybody, you know what have I mean? it. Anyway. Yeah. So, but what I'm trying to say, jo- Johnny Hendricks doesn't possess that, um, the skills or the size and the, or the jujitsu to do that to him? punish like, him right? like that. Yeah. Styles make fights. So he, you know, for him, he'd have to really rely. That's why I was looking forward to the fight. In a sense, I'm like, man, Johnny's really going to have to rip into him. Like he's going to have to hurt him. Cause he's not gonna be able to take him down, and and if he does take him, well, if he does take him down, it's gonna be hard to keep him down, and it's gonna be hard to just ground and pound the out. This guy's shown that he's got sure. bigger dudes on top of him, beating him up for rounds, and him come back and just. And and, and uh, go all barbarian on
2: him. That kick was fucking horrendous. <laughs> that yeah. head kick he scored. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's Jesus all Christ, Shoot. That really that, that began that was the beginning of the end very quickly. Yeah. And I think and, and, and I think it was Cruz that counted the uppercuts. Are there seven uppercuts? Yeah, it was I mean,
0: five or six when he was on the ground. Sometimes
2: yeah. when the camera is at a certain angle, you don't realize exactly how flush, and then they show you the other camera angle and he was just was grilling his it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> so and, and I, I don't think that extra three pounds is what did that to Hendrix yeah. at all, but I, I do think that the fact that he 's having so much trouble cutting he losing twenty percent of your money, what are you doing? So yeah, I would love man. to know with him what does food represent Because like, I know again it, it's hard to cut weight and blah blah blah, but when you're having that many problems and you move up 15 and you 're still having problems to me that there's something in the habits that 's not right he's not a stupid guy he 's not a lazy guy you know there's just something with food it's hard to say no to food man Jimmy yes I've sir. never...
1: I never, listen, I get shit about food all the time. I'm a retired fighter. Yes, you are. I'm retired. But, and you know, so you know I love food though. Yes, you, you do. You know that. You can see when we talk yes, about it. Yes, you do. Excited. You love food. But I never, never once, whether 155, 170, I never, I never missed weight. You never missed weight. I'm not looking for a cookie. Well, maybe I am because I'm a fatty. You're not, but, you're not but a I'm fatty. But I'm trying to say, I know.
2: I'm you're like, a stocky guy. You're not Thank fat. you. Thank you. <laughs> Look at my calves. I can't stop looking at them. What happened? It looks like they're broken. Is oh, is that it? just what is muscle? That? What is oh my god! What is that? Touch it. I don't know. Don't I don't want touch you touch you to touch it. Looks like you're smuggling a shoulder pad, it, right? Matt What's has it? shoulder pad calves. People get fake calves. I have nice little. Calves. I have fake calves too, but they're in my biceps. <laughs> yes, I have them in my ass. I have calf implants in my ass cheeks. I, I'm so happy I have an ass. I told you. You do a, a lot pump of pump little bottom.
1: Boys. They don't, they don't. Oh no, the
2: Sarah Asses are not notoriously plump. No,
1: no, I mean.
2: All right, cool. Jimmy Rivera, on that note. That's what we, have to, we Hey Jimmy, I hope you heard that we were just talking about Matt bragging about how great his asses is. Hey, you that's doing? That's not true. <laughs>
4: What's
2: up? What's up, Jimmy? First appearance uh on Jimmy. our show, I believe. I don't think we've ever talked to you before. No, it's the first time. And uh, you know, this is an amazing uh, an amazing fight because you both I, I don't know how many wins you have between you. I want to say it's you're forty-two and two. You're you're twenty and one. What is he? Is, is Thomas twenty-one and one or twenty? Okay, so you're forty-two and one. Um, you have not lost since two thousand eight. I mean, uh, does it get harder and harder to not think about losing as you go on? Um,
3: I never even think about it unless I'm getting interviewed or somebody asks me about my winning streak or something like that. I really don't think about it. I just you know focus on the task at hand and who I got in front of me and how I'm going to beat him.
2: Well, this is your your first fight since uh, September when you had the uh, the eye injury, and, and what was that like for you when, when you first heard there was an eye injury? Were you starting to think like, this is the end of my career?
3: Yeah, I was thinking I was going to have to be like a pirate or something like that. Oh, Going something else. <laughs> oh, you thought you might um, lose uh, it
2: totally. Yeah,
3: no, I uh, I got it. I saw some doctors and some specialists able to take care of the eye. I was able to heal up and get it back to where it was, which was, thank God, you know, sort of eye, the eye retina specialist. And uh,
2: I'm back to them now. I've been back, a while now and uh, looking forward to July 22nd. Now, when you when you first had it fixed, how hard was it? Let's say it, once it healed and you have to come back, is that first couple of times sparring, are you really nervous? Like, you know, I know they said it's fixed, but who knows?
3: Um, yeah, I actually, it took, I was, it was a good month before I came back to get hit in the head at all. I had to wait a little while for it to heal up and then I was able to start sparring like a month, month and a half afterwards. So it sucked a little bit, but, you know, I wanted to make sure it healed and listened to the doctors and, Make sure I was okay before I, you know, went back sparring and lost complete vision in my eye.
2: And your, uh, your win over Faber, his next fight became, and wound up being his last fight. He retired after that. Do you feel like the uh, your fight had something to do with his decision?
3: Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think he was going to kind of do what he was Frankie Sands and beat Frankie Sands and get back in the title mix and go for the title again. And I think he kind of underestimated me a little bit and didn't really realize who I was. And um, I did kind of stop and realize, you know, he's at a certain point in his life that he's already had a couple chances to fight for a title, hasn't been successful, and maybe, you know, it's time to go on to something else.
2: Now, you're fighting uh, uh, Thomas' is uh, number nine, I think, and you're number five. So let's just say for the sake of argument and for the sake of the interview, you win the fight. Where does that put you, do you think, uh, in line for a title shot?
3: I, I think that puts me right next to the line for a title shot. I mean, I made it as a gatekeeper. I got to go in there and beat the gatekeeper so I can go in there and get a shot. Um, I know there's a little confusion now because you got Dillashaw, Cody, who's hurt, and you got Dillashaw, who's not going to fight and use Johnson now. He's going to wait for Cody. So, you know, if that happens, Maybe you know, I get a shot at Cruz and beat him and be the number one contender.
1: What are your thoughts uh, with the fight eventually when they fight Cody, Cody Garbrandt versus TJ Dillashaw? What are, what are your thoughts on that fight?
3: Um, it's going to be an interesting fight. They've trained so much before with each other and um, to see them go out there, and uh, it's, it's going to be a little interesting. You, know, you always hear Cody saying he's got footage of TJ beating him up uh, beating up TJ or something like that or knocking him out. Or, I think it's going to be an interesting fight. I think it'll come down to really who's the smartest with their strategy, how they're going to win. And I feel like it leans a little bit towards TJ than uh, Cody.
2: Oh, really? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and your birthday is coming up, by the way. Totally off the subject. Uh, happy birthday! <laughs> happy birthday! Thank you, Thank you so much. No, I tend to. I appreciate at, it. Do you like your birthdays? I, I mean, I'm also from Jersey, so I don't know if this is an East Coast mentality thing, but I tend to despise my birthdays. I just feel like I'm getting older. Uh, or do you enjoy them and celebrate them, or do you prefer not to mention them on your birthday?
3: You know what? Every time I have my birthday, I usually have a fight coming up, so I don't even think about it. Um, it's it, it's yeah, it's a birthday it just sucks you are an older <laughs> yeah,
1: 27 <laughs>
3: it, it, sometimes though it, sometimes it's fun 28 gonna be
1: 28 oh you're gonna be so, 28 ah like, oh, dude you yeah. still got the you got the world by the nuts jimmy
2: where is ramsey by I'm, the way in new jersey where where in jerry I, I was from north brunswick new brunswick area
1: okay it's about like
3: 40 45 minutes north right by like Suffern, new york like right right before you hit the border of New York State.
2: Oh, okay, well, off Route 17. You're kind of like the shortcut people would take when they didn't want to stay on the parkway. They would kind of uh, go over that way and cut out some of the New York State through it. Yeah, I've done that fucking many times. Uh, it's kind of quiet yeah. up there, right? It's, it's, not, it's not a lot to do.
4: Uh, yeah,
3: it's n- nothing crazy. I mean, it's nice that Hoboken in the city is not far, so if you want to take like a 25-minute, a half-hour ride, you could go to the city. But it's really just, you know, it's a quiet town, a couple of bars, couple of restaurants a couple of little things here and there do nothing nothing too big nothing crazy in our in the town
2: and you and you uh you know tiger shulman for you was was kind of where you started i guess and um what what got you into that what made you go okay i want i want to go and take uh, martial arts
3: i was just uh i was a normal kid and loved freaking ninja turtles and karate kid. <laughs> i actually walked i walked in and i walked into the, to the school and all of a sudden i saw my my sensei and he was filipino and he was going to teach me my first class, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is just like the karate kid!" I'm so excited. This would be awesome. <laughs> I was like, I was like nine years old at the time, and then I fell in love with it. I took my first class, fell in love with it, and been with them ever since, and it's been
2: a great experience. And did you, you know, Uriah Hall is also a Tiger showman Did you guys know each other at all in the past or no?
3: Yeah, yeah, he was a teammate of mine, and you know, um, he did really well, did great on the Ultimate Fighter, and after Ultimate Fighter, I kind of went and stepped away and uh, decided to go a different route, and that's. You know, it's pretty much what happened. No no hard feelings or anything like that. He decided to go a different way and I mean he's been up and down a little bit since his fighting career, but uh he's been beating guys that he shouldn't beat and losing guys he shouldn't lose to. So
2: yeah.
3: he's a cool guy though, but at the end of the day.
2: What do you what are your thoughts on Almeida as an opponent?
3: Um I think he's just a he's a tough opponent. He has a lot of fights underneath him, he's a tough opponent. Um it's gonna be a good fight and I'm looking forward to it. I mean, Cody kinda loosened up his chin a little bit and I'm excited to take uh take advantage of it.
2: <laughs> okay, so you kind of want to pick up where Cody left off? Yeah, it's, uh, I want to finish it a little sooner. Now, there, is there a, uh, a time frame on Cody coming back to fights? I, I know uh, guys kind of hate when the division gets tied up. I mean, you have a fight anyway, so it doesn't matter. But is there any time frame on when he's returning and when he him and TJ may fight?
3: I have no idea. To oh, be okay. yeah, honest I have no idea. I heard he's doing better. He's hopefully uh, maybe about October, but I have no idea. I'm just guessing.
2: Now, how are you feeling? You know, when there was all that Demetrius Johnson against TJ Dillashaw fight talk, you, were you as a fighter going, I really hope this does not happen? Or were you, was there a part of you hoping it happened and then TJ lost and then Cody keeps to his word and says, fuck TJ, I'm not going to fight him. And let's just say you beat Almeida, then all of a sudden you may be in a, a good spot for that fight.
3: I mean, anything can happen. I mean, really, anything can happen. And it could throw any spot. I was actually interested in looking, uh, watching the fight. I think it was a good matchup. TJ and uh, Demetrius Johnson fight at 125. I mean, I thought it was really good. TJ's small already; he's not that big at 135. So I thought it was going to be an interesting matchup. It would be, you know, really good show. I was, I I really wanted to see that fight happen, but it didn't happen. You know, Demetrius had his reasons, and it is what it is.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of people are disappointed. I mean, I guess I I definitely understand why you wouldn't, uh, you know, if you're Demetrius, why you don't want to to do that in case he doesn't make the weight or whatever. But still.
1: Nah, I was looking
2: forward to that. Me too. As a fan, <laughs> I was. was yeah. yeah, as a selfish-ass fan. But, I mean, if I was in that position and I was on a, what was it, 10-fight uh, win streak? Or was he going for his 10th? Like, yeah, I, I kind of get it. Yeah.
3: I think it's 13. It's going to be his 13. He would have beat Anderson Silva's record.
2: Oh, is, is Anderson, what was it, 14 is the record?
0: Uh, well, or it's title defenses. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah um, title
2: defenses is 12. So,
3: I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm definitely, like, you know, I understand where he's coming from. I'm definitely looking forward to that fight. I'm was going to be a good fight.
2: And your and your fight is Saturday, July the twenty second, eight o'clock. Of course, it's on Fox, and it's the uh, it's Weidman Gastelum uh, from Long Island. How does it feel to be fighting in New York? I mean, is this as close to home as you fought?
3: Uh no. I got to I got to fight in Jersey against uh, Yuri Alcantara like a year ago, and that was unbelievable. And this is just an extra half hour on the ride. So I mean, we're, we're really looking forward myself. I got two teammates on on the on the card as well. And, It's really crazy. Besides all the fights, I think the only fight that's like U.S. versus like U.S. is uh, uh, you have uh, Chris Wade and Frankie Perez. But besides that, it's like everybody from like New York, New Jersey versus like a Brazilian or or someone from a different country, which is going to be really cool. And it's the first UFC in Long Island. So I think it's going to be great. And I love making history. I got to fight in Scotland for the first UFC and get the fight in Long Island. I mean, Long Island's just in my backyard. I have a school in New York City. It's not far at all, and I'm looking forward to it.
2: Do you think it's harder, like, when you, when you when you see a fight in Jersey or in Long Island, is it kind of harder to fight in your home because all the distractions of home are there? Or is it, you know, is is it harder to go away and then keep thinking about what's going on at home?
3: Nah, not at all. I mean, I, I, it's like, I, I, honestly, I love fighting at home. It's like a, like a comfort zone. Like, I'm I'm, I'm a 45-minute, hour drive away from where, where we're fighting, and I'm like, it's, it's great to be home and be close to your teammates and your friends and family. And I love it. You know what I mean? I really love it. I think sometimes traveling sucks at the end of the day because you don't have everybody that you normally have with you. Um, and There's no pressure. I mean, there's some people talk about pressures or anything like that. I think it's really, you go in there, you, you know, the cage is locked. just you two in the cage and you go for broke and that's it. And, and there's never no pressure. Just go in there and have fun. I love what I do.
2: Well this is obviously one of the best fights on the card and again I've said it before but between you guys you're 42 and 2. I mean that, that's it's mind boggling how good you both are and you're finally uh you know meeting up and, and fighting each other. And that is on the Long Island card. So a uh, good luck. Hey look man if you're in town before then come in cuz we're here on uh on the Upper West Side. So, if you want to come in and hang, we invite all the fighters, but a lot of guys are from out of town. So, it'd be really fun to have you in the studio if you had to come and just hang for the whole show.
3: Yeah, let me know. Just uh, let me know. Shoot me a text. Let me know or email whatever. We'll talk after this. And I'm always in town. I'm in the city Monday through Saturday at my school teaching. So,
1: just oh, okay. let me know. Yeah, you got to jump in. We'll have a good time. Christopher Deuce, are you going to take care of that? Yes, I will.
2: All I'm right, awesome, man. Well, listen, we'll see you. We should probably see you before the fight, July 22nd. That's still uh, almost a month away. So uh, we'll talk to you before then. And if we don't, for some reason, good luck against uh, Thomas Almeida. But if we do, uh, hopefully we'll see you soon. Good talking, Jimmy.
3: Yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for having me
2: on the show. You guys have a great one, right? All right, you too, buddy. Take care. Take care, Jimmy. Take care. Yeah, I didn't know he was a local guy like that. Like, yeah, like I know you're in yeah, New, yeah. New York. I, know, I wasn't sure. Where's where's Eaton, New Jersey? Eaton or Eaton Town is, is that right. It's Eaton where Town? it was where there was a, It's down by Exit 105. How I used to perform at a club called the Rascals oh. in the South. And my a lot of my earliest shows, my first eight months of comedy, were in Eatontown, New Jersey. That's where I'm going to be. I would spend time then do open mics. I'm not doing any open mics. That's all I would do. I got my my kids got a, a dance gig going on. You take the Parkway South, Exit 105. It's probably an hour from it? the city. Right. It's
0: probably about an hour and a half from that. Hour and a half from you with traffic. Who knows?
2: could be four days. <laughs> I'll be there for a little bit. Yeah. are you gonna miss me? I'm, I'm not gonna be on the next show. I understand. I will miss you, but I, I always like when once in a while you take off because then I don't feel as bad. Why? Like, because then I feel like when I go away, I have to go. I have to go to do to do work. So I'm like, all right. Well, Matt has things too. So I, I feel like I like when I can make it up. Yeah. Like when I can help you out. Like you know, because you or you cover for me, yeah. and I'm like, I want to be able to cover for you. Like if you got to work doing then, anything
1: crazy cool, like you traveling the world and uh, you're just living a healthy life with the people you love. that's a lot better I am. I'm, yeah, doing. Yeah, I'm running
2: off to Los Angeles and finding a lady. He says in air quotes, and then doing a fucking. Comedy Central show <laughs> yeah. and hating myself in the mirror. And yeah. You have, you have a healthier life than I do.
1: Well, you know, I think it's like the yin and the yang. You gotta like balance things. Like it's all about life's about balance. Like like passing the guard. Yeah, about, you're right. It has to do with balance.
4: It oh, is. You know what I'm talking about?
1: I, I do. But uh yeah, my kids love to dance, man. They got that whole dance thing going and so they I don't know, nationals or something. I don't know. But they they have a good time, and it's good for them. You know, I like think they I like to see what they're passionate about, you know? Yeah. What's I up? uh
2: I'm just looking over the card you, again. Talk I just to me. I just enjoyed the entire the card. Oh, well, yeah, let's let's Did get You back see the, the that? Martin versus Case fight on the Fight Pass prelims? Sometimes those uh uh Martin versus Case on the uh on the Fight Pass Tell me about prelims. That. I I love watching the prelims cuz a lot of those guys are fighting to get on the main card. And now Martin says he wants a a top uh Top 15 fighter He won a unanimous decision Right But I, I thought be, I thought that Case Looked very good In the first two Yeah absolutely I, th- I thought he definitely Won the fight <laughs> Oh yeah He talked a lot of shit Which I kind of like But Case is another One of those guys And again I always say See? it Who drops his arms And a couple of times He got clocked Doing that And right. again If you're Wonder Boy, I guess you can get away With it Because he just Doesn't get hit Yeah But I mean A lot of these guys Maybe it's the style You
1: disagreed with that Decision That's what you're mm-hmm. saying
2: no, I'm just fascinated by it. Oh, no, but when I, I see said, a guy get hit with it. Wait, I'm like, Johnny right. Case, I'm saying you thought that. How do you think oh, that? no, I thought Martin won the fight. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying when I, Johnny Case drops his arm. Right.
0: because well, they're trying to counter punch, maybe yeah. sometimes. You know, they're trying to suck the guy in. But, I
2: understand that. Yeah. But, like, again, if you're Steven Thompson fast, and he's very quick, this guy. Right. But I always am fascinated when I see guys doing that. And then when they wind up getting hit, I'm like, well, you know. <laughs>
0: That's what happens. Shouldn't uh, you leave your arms up? No, I, am I an asshole? Maybe <laughs> I am.
2: <laughs> you know, some
1: guys, they, they they bring it down to draw the guy in. Like Ally Quinta does that and some of the guys. And and hell, man, if it works for him. Yeah, I mean, thing. again, I have, it's just um, something
2: I watch. It always makes me go like, oh,
1: like God. A, yeah, I know. you like wait, you're anticipating. Uh, yeah. Um, Jared Gordon, we found him on Dana White looking for a fight. And uh, let me tell you. He missed weight.
2: What? A, what? He missed weight. Didn't he? Yes. Me let me just spoil you, perhaps just let you know.
0: How much? By how much? Uh, I think it was two or three pounds. 17 pounds? pounds. Well, oh, he, 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 okay. Yeah, uh, was it Gordon 17? In. All right, well, <laughs> well he's
1: going to get that. He's going to get that in order. But besides that.
0: He apologized after the fight, too. He said he apologized to the fans, his team, the UFC. He was well, like, it's unprofessional. Yeah, he, you know, he's, he's going to do the up. right
1: thing. Get, yeah. get, get, get the break. But, uh, hey, he didn't have any first-time jitters, I'll tell you that much. No, he looked very good. He was. That was great. I thought he felt great, you know? Michael Quislows had a hard time with that. What? Michael Who? I'm well, hungry. Oh, Keonis. Okay, I'm sorry. I saw the cue.
2: I understand. I saw the cue! In between uh, what? in between rounds, this yes. corner told him to get into his chest more. Like I guess because he was giving him too much, he was giving yeah. Keonas too much space and he fucking did it. Oh boy did he.
1: Now he listen, I I really I, I enjoyed I enjoyed his grit.
2: You did his
1: grit.
0: Yeah,
2: it's a good word. You like the word? People tell me I have grit. I'm gonna.
1: Then they do not. No one's ever said. that. I don't think anybody ever said that to you. They did I'm sorry.
0: You're edgy. That's what people call you. Well, yes, you well, are edgy. I'm edging. That's
1: what I do when I'm alone. <laughs> <on the> <laughs> yeah. So get all right. Let's get back to the card for a second. I uh, uh really quick the main card uh with De- Dennis Seaver. You got to give him credit. He did. He did as the fight was going on he did he got you know
2: he was punching kicking and, and spin kicking the entire fucking fight he didn't stop moving I feel if he
1: believed in a little bit more like he started saying hey man I'm landing like when I commit I think he was a little given too much respect in the beginning but you got to was, was?
0: yeah in the no. beginning
1: well BJ was landing some decent jabs and uh you know but he still has power you know Again, I feel that he had his moment when he got on top of him. He had plenty of, I, well, a minute twenty is an eternity with a guy like BJ Penn on top of you. Yeah, and uh, I feel if he would have just, even though he might, I'm sure he was tired, if he would have put the put a little bit more on the gas right there, I think he, he would have finished it or, or or at least you know s- softened him up a lot for that next round. You know, by the time that third round came you know i think uh you know bj was kind of a, a sitting duck. he was getting picked apart
0: and he was beating up bj's leg too like oh, you were saying oh, yeah, bj um, usually has boy, a good poker face but you could tell he was limping yeah, a little bit in the third I just,
1: you know listen it's, it's hard to see you know but I, I mean listen i love bj i want i wish him nothing but the best you know uh and again i i really have to bring up uh felice felice uh herrick because yes. i thought she was just really excellent and uh to justin Uh, Credit yeah,
2: kish kish kish, Justin kish. You are hungry. You said
0: kish now. Yeah, (laughs)
2: I'm just a fucking fat guy. I'm just a fat guy. (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, talk about uh, talk about Herring and how well she did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Herring did. uh, I I was so impressed. Clay Gouda (laughs) <laughs> hey, okay. a fucking boo no, was that angry. was a good right. one right. that's good right.
2: that was a very good one hey
1: you guys are getting me hungry well i, I do well, before we go we should go discuss
2: uh Talk the uh courtney casey she was suspended for 90 days uh the texas department of licensing and regulation and this is a problem now she had her 211 win over uh, jessica aguilera changed to a no contest after one of her anti-doping tests, which was administered by the uh, Texas Department of Licensing and Reg- Regulation (TDLR) from now on, mm-hmm. flagged for an elevated testosterone to, woof, uh, uh, epitestosterone yeah. ratio uh, four to one or higher, is flagged in Texas. Her ratio was uh, five, uh, five point four to five point four to one. They also, uh, they, so they, so they, uh, they it for ninety days. They vacate the win. Now UFC Vice President of Athletic uh, Athlete Health and Performance Jeff Nowitzki said that at the end last week that the uh, UFC and TDLR uh, got the results from Courtney's B-sample, and it's negative for banned substances. So USADA had earlier tested her B-sample due to elevated ratio and found that she was clean as well.
0: Right, because USADA, what, basically what happened is her testosterone, the, the ratio was elevated, but USADA had already tested it and didn't flag it because they were like well this is pretty normal uh but then texas the licensing board will sometimes do a test as well and they just immediately suspended her and overturned the the win so so
2: what i know and this is what nowitzki had to say about it her slightly elevated uh you know testosterone to uh don't tell me I'll get the word. It's hard for me to mention these medical words. God damn it. Say it one more time. Ah, Epitestosterone. T to E ratio is just a product of her natural physiology and not anything she did wrong. She didn't cheat. Uh, a, A T to E ratio in and of itself, especially mildly high, is never grounds for a public announcement of a positive test. I believe it's sickening how Courtney has been treated by the Texas Commission throughout this. From my experience, the worst thing you can do in an anti-doping is a public announcement of a false positive test. And that's what Texas did. That's a tremendous... And Nowitzki did a great job there. What a great defense of her. Wow. Wow. And there's also, there's been a great criticism from media and commissions on why USADA takes so long to come back with the results. I think this is a glaring example of why. When USADA announces something publicly, they're 100% sure. They've dotted all the I's and crossed the T's. So obviously, they're going to have to reinstate her victory. Yeah. And take the uh, no contest away from this other girl. And she was suspended. She probably wasn't going to fight. I doubt it affected her fighting i mean she wasn't gonna fight for 90 days Right. but they really uh they fucked her and have they come back and said anything
0: there uh, the last time i checked they didn't have a comment because it's still an open investigation you know they're still they're embarrassed. investigating the matter yeah they're embarrassed
2: and by the way how about de la jolla shuts up <laughs> i like oscar de la jolla continues to talk down in the mcgregor uh mayweather fight he's like, it's one of those boxing matches it's going to be irrelevant to our major fight a real fight Uh, You know, Alvarez against Triple G. Look, Alvarez-Triple G is a great fight, but shut up, Oscar. Mm, How about this? Boxing has made everybody wait forever. Fucking shut up. It's a fight people want to see. Floyd fucking retired... Uh, you know Conor has fought people we want him to fight every UFC UFC always puts these guys together maybe boxing should shut your faces and start mm. taking uh, the advice of UFC and, and pick up where they're left off and start giving people these these uh, Alvarez Triple G fights a lot fucking faster
1: dude if it was under his banner and his promotion he'd be saying some different of shit course he just would. being
2: a crybaby he's being a hater and uh yeah, he should calm down. He should shut his face. Yeah. Even though, like, I want... Look, would I rather watch Conor fight Khabib or uh, Tony Ferguson? Of course. But yeah. you know what? Now that this is happening, I am on board with this fight. I'm looking for... You know what? It's fun. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. people forget this. Sports are fun. They're entertainment. We do forget Listen. that. As a fan, I forget that. I'm like, you didn't fucking... No, this one's definitely... But it's entertaining.
1: Uh, nah, it's a, sh- it's, a sh- it's a little bit of a show and a spectacle, but there yes. is, it's, a, it's, a, it's a combat sport. And it's uh, with two skilled guys, and, and I'm 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 gonna watch it. You know, I mean, listen personally. You know me. I love mixed martial arts. I'd rather him fight sure any of the top contenders, of course. But you know, Floyd, but all his, you know, with everything he's accomplished, it's, it's an
2: undefeated fighter. He's forty nine and all. Yeah,
1: I mean, but he's also, and again, he is forty. He's he's
2: my age. I'm gonna bet on Connor. By you the way, know, everyone I'm- is saying that Connor has no shot, and you may be right, but because every time they're so dismissive of Connor. Right and it's 100% across the board dismissive even referees are coming out and saying he doesn't and some fucking idiot from the Nevada state athletic commission came why would anybody want to see that no. uh, Anytime you bet against connor so much he can't do it he has zero shot it's not the fact that i think that he's a better boxer than floyd he's not but the fact that everyone is saying he has zero shot i now have to bet $1000 on connor <laughs> i have to yeah you know what made me think a
1: little a little a little bit more um, that, that a little bit uh, that he had uh, that I kind of had a better shot than I, that I originally thought is Mark Henry is a uh, Frankie Edgar's coach. And he he's in the corner of, uh, and he's also Eddie Alvarez's yes uh, trainer and he was in the corner that night. And he's a very smart, smart guy. He's always studying tapes and, and he's really like, he gets obsessed with stuff and, and he's, and he's a very honest guy. And I remember reading, reading, reading him say that be, he said that before that fight with Eddie Alvarez, that he would have thought it was a joke with Connor Floyd but now he honestly thinks he has a shot. He said something I'm, I'm I'm I might be butchering it but it's pretty much along those lines. No,
0: you're right. He said he has like a what like a once in a generation power in that hand yeah. that you can't teach what he has. Like he just for whatever reason yeah. the twist he has on his punches and, yeah, and he really he, admires his striking. Yeah, know?
1: and we you know we all watched it and he was there right there live and uh, and again, it's a guy that knows what he's looking at. So he does. That makes it a little bit, and that's a guy that was, you know, he is no horse in the race. So, I, I that that definitely made me, uh,
2: you know. Although I have to ask now, differently. will will those punches be able to hit Floyd? Well, of course, Floyd is fought. Floyd, I mean, and, you know, and again, Eddie Alvarez is a tremendous fighter, mm. but he's not a pure boxer the way Floyd. So, will that punch land? I don't mm. know. But I'm going to bet a fucking grand on Connor. Connor, you motherfucker, win. If, because I'm going to bet at that. Because everyone's saying he cannot do it, he's no way, he yeah, has but, no shot. I'm going to bet on him because it, he does not seem to be the type that responds the way people think he's going to respond. When they say he has no shot. Can I tell you though? Sure.
1: And in, in especially in, in boxing, if if Floyd wants to make him look silly and wants to try to make a mess and. He's going to have to at some point look to to hit Connor too, you know, and, and they think he's going around. to. And Connor's a great counter striker too, so it's like, you know, I mean, again, a counter striker with the likes to the likes with the likes of, to the likes of uh, Floyd Mayweather is a big difference to what he's been fighting. Sure. Yeah, but he's still Floyd's fast, extremely accurate, and he's got power. You know, so hey, listen, I'm
2: I'm going to watch. That's all I, you know. Just because, again. Uh Floyd is a defensive fighter. He still can knock you out. I mean, he's not a knockout artist, but he still can knock a person. He's a of professional course. fighter. He can still knock you the fuck out if he lands a couple of shots. So, uh I you know again, I it, it's hard to to think that Conor will beat him only because Floyd is Floyd, but everyone is so against McGregor. I'm like I got to I got to I got to stick up for the I'm fucking gonna, UFC. That's why I got to bet on Conor. I'm putting a $1000 which I hope Daniel hey. will cover. I'm putting a thousand dollars on Connor. <laughs> I've always listen.
1: <laughs> I've always said though, that like, I real feel, like, I really feel that Connor's really has nothing to lose. If he if he does get embarrassed, if he does get beat up badly, or just gets taken out, in his, it, realistically, he can just be like, "Yo, <laughs> I could still beat you in a real fight. I could beat you." At, I mean,
2: and that's just and everyone knows that. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's just one of those things. You know, it's funny. We had Sean uh, Sean Wayans in here the other day when you were traveling the world and, and playing with your special And ways. I like him, too. I'm sorry. Nice guy. Um, he was saying that, I, he, you know, I asked his thoughts on the, uh, you know, the McGregor sure. versus Mayweather fight, and he was saying that, I think that uh, that they should both, that he should fight him in a boxing match, and then Floyd should jump in the cage and fight him in a big martial arts fight. And now, you know, I'm like, listen, that's we, we wouldn't happened.
2: love that. Not in a million years. that would. I wouldn't happen. even want to see that, almost like we no, all know what happened. Is he a UFC fan? A, yeah, he said he's oh, a fan. Go, he said go, he gets go, a,
1: go. together with his brother Marlon and they watch and this and that. But, uh, yeah, oh no, that would be... See, that's, that's the difference. He, that's where we say a puncher's chance. I don't I. I he has... <laughs> I think he has... I think Floyd has a better shot of beating him in a boxing match
2: than Mayweather would have ever have a, a,
1: ch- a shot versus him in a mixed martial arts.
2: The only time a guy I think who could... And again, any time a UFC fighter fights... A boxer. I think the UFC fighter is going to win. The only guys who would have had a shot against the UFC fighter is a guy like Tyson. James Tony. Oh,
1: sorry. <laughs> I
2: think he's doing it again. I, I, guys like Tyson, who, who who hits so hard and they're yeah. so fast as punchers. Oh that if they catch you when you're shooting for a takedown, yeah. or, if, or if in that moment of stand-up you do for a second, yeah. he's able to get in and hit you with a body shot so you're a little nervous about going right. in for... That's the type of thing, yeah. an aggressive boxer who literally throws really fast, really hard, especially with uppercuts, because I think that makes shooting for a takedown a little scarier guy yeah. yeah, I mean, it would definitely
1: be... You know, a puncher's chance. Unless he got it, I mean, he he hits somebody's in the night, take him out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He would obviously have to work on other disciplines. Somebody they
2: would have to worry about shooting for because one punch and he could actually put them put them away, especially with them little ass gloves.
1: Yeah, you thought Anthony Johnson's hurting people.
2: Yeah, Tyson is harder than Essence. Yeah, he, he probably he, it's harder than imagine with too.
1: The, imagine with the four ounce gloves when he's in his prime. That oh. would be, that'd be a problem. Dude, he punches. You better shoot from across the cage. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, and then go the other way. But, like, you yeah, literally punch the butt scooting. The cage but door. hey, man,
1: you got to get down there. So, no. right, listen, that, that would be something. Mike Tyson. I want
2: Mike on this program. I think I, I said to... it. It, we need him in here, though. We need
1: him in here. We though. do. That'd be better. He's so much fun. Yeah, This is so much fun, Jimmy. And I'm going to yeah. miss you, uh, both of you guys, on Wednesday. Well, we'll see you next Monday.
0: H- how, oh, yeah, well, actually, no, we fun. won't. Because we're only doing one episode next week. We're going to be um, oh, on right. Right. Thursday. Be yeah, on yeah it's July 4th. Yeah. So what's
1: going on next week? Am I in
0: We could we talk after. <laughs> oh, wait. Do we know what's going on? Yeah, yeah. next week's the week. Of ju- it's July 4th week next week, so we're only going to have one episode coming out on Thursday. It's rare we do that.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, you know, that we like to keep people you know, right? And
0: I'm not going to be here, so you're going to miss me for two weeks now. Or oh yeah? yeah, where are you going to be? We got Vacation. Lou, we got Lou, the other guy. Yeah, Lou will be coming in. All right, Lou.
1: Can't call him Lou the producer, though. <laughs> I don't want none of that shit.
0: Lou the other guy. Lou's That's a
2: good
1: gonna... guy.
0: Lou the yeah. other guy. Lou the preferred. You know. Lou... Oh. oh no, <laughs> we got to get real. out
1: of here.
2: Listen, it was a fun show, man. Jimmy, how much? How, how much did I really uh, fuck up today? During this is that, funny, not at all.
1: During that Michael Johnson interview. Michael
2: was great. I live Jimmy in the Rivera moment. Was great. You I'm, getting over, I'm
1: getting over it. I'll be yeah. over by the time I take my headphones off. You should be.
2: Who cares? But we should address it. We both made mistakes today. We're both asses. The and elephant in the room. Is. That's what life is. That's to me what's wrong with people who talk sports. Yeah. People who talk sports always come off like fucking authorities. Here's what they got to do. Yeah. Oh, he's got to get in there. And he's got to shoot for the take down. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and just be a fucking person. I'm just I don't punk. claim to be an expert. I'm not a no. perfect fucking person. There's a lot of people that know more than me. You're a fight expert, but you're going to make mistakes talking about this. We all do. That's what sport, you know, we're not all experts talking sport. I don't give a fuck how involved in something you, unless you're a play-by-play guy, then you have to be because you're literally, you're, you're, you're the voice of the moment. But don't worry about. Gives
1: a shit. I think I ruined his day. No.
0: I think this is the toughest sport probably to talk about too, because there's just so many personalities. There's, there's so fucking, many events. Yeah. Dude, there's. Tw- and there's, and I'm you, there's i how was it? Thirty teams. I, yeah. There's
2: different thirty different fighters on that one card. Right. There's sixteen thousand fighters. Well, I think people <laughs> will forgive me. I think Michael Johnson forgave me. He called back. Yeah, he okay. called back. <laughs> Angry with his lawyer, but he called back. <laughs> hey, listen, we had fun though. And we did. Isn't it only? Isn't it about that? Yeah. And here's how you know it's almost over. I do the almond shake. All right. I like this. All right, everybody. That was a lot of fun. Thank you to Jimmy Rivera. Thank you so much to uh, Michael Johnson. Uh, Both really fun guys. We'd love to have you in. Chris, well done. Matt, see you soon. Jim, back as always. The old workhorse. Bye.